one. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's going on? I am Scooch Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You're tuned into a whole nother episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes for movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's up with you, my guy? Man, can't call it, man. Just another day in the lab. Uh, feeling a little, uh, I don't know. I guess, well, I'm always optimistic when it comes to this podcast. It's just that this is like the first time where like we chose something where we both thought it was something different. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so it's gonna this this is gonna be a very interesting episode. I mean, I never know what to expect from you anyway, but it's gonna be funny to see how this one turns out. But how you doing though, man? Everything good with you? Oh man, everything is great. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I've been playing the new 2K24. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe. They did a great job of embracing, you know what I'm saying, his legacy. So um, I'm not, well, I know you ain't played a video game in, since probably about, what, 2016? <laughs> nah, nah, it ain't been that long. It ain't been that long. But it's been a minute, though. It's been okay. a minute. So, like, you know what I'm saying, um, with the new NBA 2K, well, did you ever play 2K? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Iverson yeah. and all them. No, even like, I mean, I think my son got um for the PlayStation Four, I believe, two thousand and one. Oh my god, I'm sorry, okay, I'm two thousand twenty one. Yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, do you have? Did you ever play the one with Iverson and all? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. That's when I, I was really gaming. Okay, so remember when Iverson was on the cover and they had like. They had the the statue in the middle of Iverson dribbling, and you know what I'm saying? Like it was really yeah. like Iverson centric. This one is 100% black mamba centric, bro. Like gotcha. they got a they got a statue of him standing up like this with the you know what I'm saying with the fitted hat on after the championship. They got you know what I'm saying the intro where they showing like you know what I'm saying moments from his career. Like they they literally capture moments of the of real live highlights and you know what i'm saying change them to the game for the intro for his career lil wayne is you know what i'm saying rapping is you know the same thing he did with undisputed he did with 2k um <clears throat> each they got these things called cities now um so in each city is like a part of it, it's basically like a part of his legacy so like um, one is called Elite, one is called Rise, and the Elite part is like the the twenty four Kobe, the shooter, the, you know what I'm saying, lights out, nonstop, you know what I'm saying, head first. I mean, well, head down, you know what I'm saying, win first, Kobe, and then the Rise part is the young Kobe that came in number eight, you know what I'm saying, coming mm -hmm. in dunk contest, Kobe, you know what I'm saying, highlight Kobe. So like they they literally like have incorporated everything about you know what I'm saying, his legacy into this game. And I, I, it is amazing, bro. Like they really did a great job with this. Um, so I've been playing that since yesterday and I've been nothing but excited to play this shit. This shit is amazing. I mean, like they really did a hell of a job with this game. Like they got this new thing now where, um, you know, usually with, with the moves in the game, they would do motion captures with like okay. real people. Well, now they found a way to take the motion capture from like real games 
So like if KD come out and do a new crossover in like I don't know in September or whatever, or not September in um in December, then mm-hmm. like I give it two to three weeks, you'll be able to do that crossover in the game if you got Kevin Durant's uh you know some like dribbling package and shit. So this this shit is it's they've they've really done wonders with this shit, man. This shit is is hard, bro. So that's what I've been on. I'm excited. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> I I really can't wait to to finish this so I can get back on this game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's that's how that's how good of a job that they did, man. Um, but before we get into any of that, you know what I'm saying? Before we do any of that other stuff, we got to get into one of our favorite segments possibly the mm-hmm. favorite segment if you don't know what we're talking about and if you're new here we're talking about a segment called what we watching where we give you little tidbits here and there man you know what i'm saying to kind of you know what I'm saying cleanse the palate of you know what i'm saying the the regular episodes that we do during the week so um you ready to get into it man let's do it let's do this man what we watching what we watching Shout out to the homie Casey, man, for the audio um, on that drop, man. Okay, what do you have for us this week, brother? Oh, man, let me tell you something. Now, this, I mean, obviously this stuff, both of these really had to be done before the strike started, but, yo, let me tell you something. So I got a movie and I got a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I will start with the movie. I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. Listen, so um, they finally put it on stars. Seen it. I was like, seen the first three. Might as well watch the fourth one. And what I'm talking about is they finally put out John Wick Four. And man, let me tell you, I understand why Keanu Reeves was. Quoted being saying that he wished that John Wick would have died at the end of this movie. Okay, Absolutely. they need to stop. They need to stop. Yo, they need to stop. That I do not agree with. Go ahead. Listen, they need to stop. I'm watching this shit. First <laughs> of all, I could not stay engaged. That was number one. To John Wick? Yes, I was. I was. I was not engaged in this movie. Uh, then it was just kind of like I, I I really I really didn't I really didn't like the storyline. I felt like I felt like it, it's it's gotten to a point where like I'm watching this shit and now they got fucking bulletproof fucking forearms now. No like man, bulletproof suits. Man, man get that shit the fuck the out of here. Suits are Kevlar. Man, listen. Stop it. This shit. It was look, I didn't like it. I did not like it. I didn't like it. Like I thought you mean to tell me what's his name? Don Yen or Donnie? Yeah, Donnie Yen. You mean to tell me seeing his character that did nothing for you? Hold on. Is that the one that had the daughter or that was the one that was blind? The one that was blind. Okay. Trash. Huh? Yo, 
Man, listen, ain't no fucking you want to talk about Fast and the Furious. This is the same fucking shit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's the same shit. A train this a, motherfucking line train assassin with heightened. Yeah, yes. Yes. That it's put Daredevil up, in real life. Exactly. That's why Daredevil ain't what he really is. And the difference between Daredevil is this motherfucker can see when it rains. So that's different. But this like, motherfucker couldn't see. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, when he wanted to. That's crazy. So he needed, nah, nah. He needed fucking uh, ring cameras to fucking go off to shoot motherfuckers. But correction, all the correction, other time. Correction, correction. They were doorbell sensors. <laughs> They were not ring cameras because in order for you to set up ring cameras, you need Wi-Fi. Those did not have Wi-Fi. <laughs> yo, I'm watching this shit, and it's like, yo, so he needs it for this scene, but then, like, throughout all the other scenes, he don't need... Man, it, it was just... I don't know, man. Other, it was other gunshots going on when he used it. That's why... Man, it was, yo... And then, like, this whole gun food stuff. Like, look, I get it. There's 20... There's, like, 35 examples of overkill in this movie. Then, how it was choreographed, it felt choreographed. It's like you could project... Like, you could see them getting ready for the next move. And it was just like... Oh, man. Man, come on, man. It, it felt like... You know, like, when somebody do something and it's like when they roll over, it's like they kind of flip them over. It was like they already was in the flip mode before they even flipped them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, come on, man. We should have we did the paid episode just about this alone because I totally disagree with you. Man, listen, I, I, I'm watching it and it's just like, nah. Like, the only thing I got to kick out of is just the fact that, like, <laughs> that Keanu Reeves is, like, pigeon toe and it's so funny, like, watching him run. <laughs> It is so funny watching yeah. that dude. And I yeah. laughed. I laughed at every Matrix. Hey, I'm telling you, that shit is so funny. But like, nah, like real talk. Like I'm watching it. It's just I, I, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really fuck with the story. It's like the shit has really gotten out of control. Um, oh, what's my dude name? Which, uh, which one is it? Is it Billy? Um, which Scott Scott is this? Bill Scott. Yeah, it, this is the Bill one. Um, I think it's Bill. I, I believe that this is the one. He didn't want to play it. Like, I didn't. I didn't fuck with his character at all. Okay. I didn't really like him. Like as the villain, it was just I don't know, man. I just really, I just really didn't rock with it. But anyway, I watched uh, John Wick four, um, and then unfortunately, I got to kind of bash something else too. Um, I watched the first two episodes. That's all that's available right now of the new American Horror Story, which is, I think it's Delicate, I believe. And I didn't watch the last one. Um, I, I maybe got through maybe two to three episodes. I just, I wasn't really feeling the storyline they were trying to get into. Like the whole thing of there's this serial killer that's only killing like not what like gay people it was just it was and then like it was then know. then the cop that's like ahead of the investigation he's the undercover gay person and like and he's, he's trying to hurry up and solve the crime <laughs> yeah and like and then like his his partner <laughs> is fucking about to leave his ass 
because of his job and because he won't come out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you so uh, shit. yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I pass on this. I so I didn't, I didn't that's, watch the last that's, season. Sounds funny as fuck to me, bro. But like this season is basically, you know what I'm saying? It got Emma Roberts in it. Everybody's talking about Kim K. She's doing, from what I've seen, Kim K. She's doing a pretty good job. I mean, she's but now she's it? been on TV. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, um, she's Emma Roberts' like publicist or something. And like, so, so but she's like her, she's like her best friend too. So, so basically, this is about Paris Hilton. I'd be like basically because Emma Roberts is an actor, actress in this movie. Yeah, and like, so she's the actress and all, and like, so she gets pregnant, and like, she starts like having visions of shit, like people oh, breaking into her house, nobody really broke in there. Um, she fucking kills this lady in the bathroom, but the shit didn't really happen. Like, she just had these visions in her head. Then. She had this vision, like she went to get uh oh, I think she went to see because she was she was bleeding when she was pregnant. So she goes in, see this doctor, this nurse fucking comes in, stick the damn thing in her, she's bleeding and she lost the baby. And then she tells the doctor, Your nurse came in here, and they were like, Nobody came in the room. So like she's like seeing shit, it's not really happening. Okay, but, so this is based on Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Paris Hilton had got pregnant and had abortion or Hey, you remember what Drake said? What? Oh, um, uh, on Pound Cake, he was like Paris Hilton. She's a mom now. He said, "I told her she could live in the compound, but I think she's straight." You remember no, that line? About Paris Hilton, man. It is about Paris Hilton. No, it's not. It's called Paris yeah. Morton music. It's about a girl that he knows from Toronto. That's not about Paris Hilton, bro. Man, I thought it was Paris Hilton. I thought he was saying Paris. You can stay at the crib if you want. He wasn't, he wasn't saying her name. He wasn't saying Paris. It's another girl's name. It's not Paris. I know you talk. I know the line you talk about, but it's not Paris. It's somebody else. The 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 song is called Paris Morton Music because I think Paris is Paris Morton is either a a clothing brand or like a watch brand. It's some type of brand. That's what Paris yeah. Morton is. Because it's supposed to be after like Maybach music or whatever. But it's, it don't have nothing to do with Paris Hilton at all. I, I thought it was Paris Hilton because yeah. you remember Paris Hilton was like signed to like Cash Money at the time or some shit. Some no, shit that Wayne was, was doing. That was the other white girl from um, Ridiculousness. Man, I'm telling you, man. I swear she used to be with them motherfuckers too. I could be wrong. But yeah, anyway. Paris, Paris Hilton was a, um, she was an artist. I, th I don't think she was signed to Cash Money though. The girl that was signed to Cash Money, young lady, you talking about Chanel West Coast? That's who you talking. About. That was her, yeah. Paris Hilton though was an actual artist. She probably like hung with Lil Wayne in them, but she wasn't ever signed to them. Okay, I know she used to be around them. Though. I do remember she that. Used to be signed to them, but <laughs> <laughs> she wanted it for the street cred, man. That's but what um, with them, yeah, exactly. But nah, it, it's doing coke and seeing shit. You know that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm watching it, man. Like it, it's not bad enough for me to turn away from it. But it is, you know, what I'm saying, like, I'm not like hyped for the next episode because it is a Hulu show, so it drops weekly. Right. So, um, I mean, it's it's been cool. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't have any like, you know, what we watching that I was like really excited about. It was right. just some well, shit. I mean, really. Nothing is really. 
<laughs> yeah, like honestly, like even though, like even though I did Fast Ten, I mm-hmm. really was just talking shit. Like it wasn't like my sister loved it. Like she called me, come my sister into shit like that. She called me, she was like, I love this. Movie. I was like, yo, listen, I said that move bad. I said, you hear me? I was like, man, you got people doing three sixties going down steps chasing a bum. Like, come on, man, this is crazy. And then he hooks the fucking tire onto a, a, a crane that comes out of nowhere and no, swings itself around. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that clip. Swinging around and then knock the bomb into a river. Like, come on, man, get the fuck out it of here. Man. It, it explodes once it hits the river. Yeah. Well, it is. But well, we had a timer on it, so it didn't blow. It didn't blow up until the the. No, 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 no. No, Jason Momoa was fucking like dancing and shit because he was just this weird ass fucking character. And then, like, he hits the button when the bomb went into the water. So, it's, of course. It's, First it's of all, a whole, what, it's what a whole bomb thing. do you know that you could run into? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what it was? Two-ton car and, and be cool with it. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the exact same thing. You remember in The Dark Knight Rises? You mm-hmm. remember how they had the bomb in that thing, and then Batman had to, had to fly it off? Yeah. And, he, and it looked just like that. But it was the big ass. No, for sure. But if you notice, nobody ran into it or bumped it. Well, he bumped it when he took off. He picked it up with a fucking super jet. Yeah, yeah. And then he, yeah, that's a comic book movie, so that's different. (laughs) Whatever. That's supposed to be real life shit. There's no way he was bumping into that with a Camaro and not blowing the fuck up. (laughs) Sorry. Charger, man. yeah. What the fuck is this? Rocket League? Get the fuck out of here, man. Hey, that shit is hilarious. But like the last couple of like new things I watched, man. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It hasn't it hasn't been really great. So anyway, um, long story short, I watched uh John Wick Four and um the newest uh American Horror Story, which I believe I think is delicate, I believe. But that's what I got. Cool, cool. Um I'm make mine quick, man. Um, so I took a trip down memory lane. Uh, shout out to HBO Max because they have um Rick and not, not Rick and Morty, fuck. Um Venture Brothers. Uh all of the seasons of Venture Brothers. Um, so I started watching Venture Brothers again and then I went back and restarted watching Boondocks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so those are the two TV shows, and then for the movie. Hey man, Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem on Paramount Plus. Oh, I saw that. Man, let me tell you something. Whoever did this was black. And I ain't talking about like like skin color, but I mean like culturally black. Like there was some yeah. black people that put this shit together. Wasn't he, Ice Cube one of the voices? He I think he wanted the voice. He's one of the voices of the villains. Yeah. Okay. But these niggas are talking about real fucking like when i say like they went to new york and was like yo where's brooklyn where's queens we need to find all the hoods in all of these boroughs and we are going to put these together and make the turtles because these niggas are talking about chopped cheese these niggas are talking about timberlands these niggas are talking about your these i mean like these niggas is they they are nigga turtles Wow, the nigga turtles are here. <laughs> I mean, like the nigga the turtles are here. Ninja turtles. That's what they should be called. The hood ass ninja turtles. Like these niggas are black New Yorkers through and through. 
That's funny. Like, I fucks with this movie, bro. This movie is the shit. Like, I already loved the Ninja Turtles since being a kid. Michelangelo was my favorite. Of Ninja course. Turtles. But oh no, for sure. Yeah. Mikey was the guy. Um, but like growing up as an adult and then seeing like the, the way that they embedded, and this is another thing too. The last Transformers movie has has done the yeah. same thing. <laughs> the last Transformers movie did the same thing. But they're taking like pieces of black culture and like incorporating them into these movies. I'm not mad at it. No. I'm not mad at it at all. I it's it's a it, it is interesting to see the Ninja Turtles sitting down talking about getting a chopped cheese and catching the subway and yelling your you know what I'm saying? After hearing it so much on podcasts and seeing interviews from people from New York and all that, the only thing that was missing is none of them said pause. We was missing the Harlem Turtle. We didn't have a Harlem Turtle. We yeah, needed the Harlem Turtle, for sure. But, yeah, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and then I rewatched Boondocks. Uh, on Ninja Turtles is on Paramount+. Plus. I rewatched Boondocks and Venture Brothers on HBO Max or Max. Gotcha. Um, I, I hate that, man. That's kind of like that's kind of like Twitter and X. Yeah, I'm still you're so used to saying in Twitter, and it's it's like I call I find myself all the time saying HBO Max. Yeah, I, I never want to say Max. I don't care. I, I'm, I mean, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about at this point, then yeah, I never had it. Um. So I just I, I still ride with the original names. Even when I sign out, I still say Twitter. Now, like now, I try to say slash X or whatever. But sometimes yeah. it just Twitter tweet me all that shit. Um. Okay, man. So today we got a very uh, interesting episode, if I may say so. Um, we are doing the movie that came out in nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Um. Starring Denzel Washington, Annette Bennett, Bruce Willis, um, and I believe a few other people. But the movie we're talking about today is we are talking about The Siege. Um, this movie is very interesting because this movie is about um, terrorists who pretty much are plotting to do some very diabolical shit. You got Annette Bening and Denzel Washington as FBI agents trying to solve this shit. And then you got this one asshole in the military who decides to say, fuck that. Remember in, in World War II, we wrapped up all the Chinese and Japanese and put them in internment camps. Let's do this shit to the Arabs. And he tried to do it. And then they was like, fuck this terrorist shit. This motherfucker's a terrorist. And they pretty much tried to end the shit. So that's the... Pretty much the synopsis of the movie, man. Um, watching this for the first time, what was your thoughts? All right. The very, very, very first thing that came to mind was they predicted the future. And this is what I mean by that. So, like we mentioned, this movie came out in 1998. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what they predicted the future. So, obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, we have 9-11. Yep. Right? So, 9-11 happens. The whole fucking world changes, right? But during this time, they started really, like, rounding up fucking Muslims. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because at the time, 
we're still trying to figure out what's really going on. And then what happened was you started having Americans turning on Muslim people and started, you know, attacking these people. Um, hate crimes went up, mm -hmm. all this type of shit. They started detaining people really for no reason. They started that what Snowden was trying to tell us, like they started surveillance and the motherfuckers and really started like, for like two months. The Arabs was black people. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like they were stopping frisk, all that shit. So it was it was wild to watch that. And it's like, yo, this movie came out in 98. They was doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Late 2001, 2002. Mm -hmm. They was doing that to fuck, you know, to Muslim people. So I'm watching this. I'm like, wow. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, this is a movie, but it's like, this shit is realistic as fuck. And then they did, you know what I'm saying? Martial law and shit and started the whole tanks and all this type of shit. But that was the very first thing that I thought of watching this was like how realistic this shit was and how before its time it was of like, this is the type of shit that America would do. Now, don't get me wrong. You had bombings that was happening where a lot of Americans was being killed. I get it. But the links that the general was willing to go, you know what I'm saying? Anthony wasn't down for it, but, but we got to get into, I don't even know what I'm going to call this bitch because she got two fucking names. I think she went by Sharon and Elise, I believe. Mm -hmm. and, like uh, because, yeah, yeah. And she was with the CIA. She wasn't with the FBI. Right. So they was like immediately started beefing, which I thought was very interesting. But uh, But her whole character is I thought that we're, we're getting into that. We're getting into that. But you watching it first time. What was your thoughts? First and foremost, um, I I don't know, man. It was it was one of those things to where watching it, <clears throat> you actually bring up a great point, saying you know, saying bringing up nine eleven. I didn't even think about nine eleven. I thought about World War Two. Um. And that's why I had mentioned the whole internment camps with the Chinese and the Japanese, because that was the first thing that popped up, popped up in my mind um, with the way that, you know what I'm saying, the general was acting. Um, another thing that popped up in my mind, and I don't know if, I don't know if this is a stupid ass correlation, but because I have kids, I have seen this movie so many times. Uh, Monsters versus Aliens. And if you've never seen that movie, it is a Pixar movie pretty much about um, Area 51, aliens, monsters, so on and so forth. And um, there's a point in the movie where aliens come to take over the Earth, right? And um, there's a, a girl who's married to this weatherman who's the, the girl is the the um, star of the film or whatever. She's the protagonist of the film. And she ends up getting hit with like a beam or whatever, but she turns into a giant. And pretty much the government recruits her and then she finds out that the government is hiding aliens. I mean, not aliens, but hiding monsters and shit. And so there's a general who's like this real short, real, real small man or whatever. He's a general in the army or whatever, and he pretty much is using the monsters to fight off the aliens to save the earth. 
and he goes to Area 51, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he has like this real, real Napoleon complex. He's such a small man in stature, but also men mentally, he's a small man as well. And he's pretty much just like, yo, let's get these monsters. They could fight the aliens and they could save the earth. And we'll tell them what to do. They they don't have no choice. And, we, you know, we keep tabs on them, blah, blah, blah. So as I'm watching this, Bruce Willis's character, uh, I think his last name was Devereaux. Um, General Devereaux is like... He he's pretty much he reminds me of the little small general in Monsters vs. Aliens because it's like in these in these times, right? We know the president is like the the top dog. He calls the shots when it comes to war, but he has other people around him um to pretty much like advise him to do everything. And that's pretty much how it went in, in Monsters vs. Aliens, but in this one, it just seemed like the general was like, yo, fuck all of this shit. This is a dictatorship now. I run this bitch. What what do I do? What, what do I got? I got AKs, give them AKs. I got bombs, give them bombs. I got uh uh nukes, hold the nukes right now, just in case, you know what I'm saying? We gotta let this shit loose on a country. Like he was just he just turned into like this this weird ass dictator to where it was like, okay, we they in martial law, cool. Nigga, you're not the you're not the top dog, bro. That's all I was saying. Every time he did something, I'm like, dude, you're not the top dog, bro. And and and, and Annette Benning's character. Um, how can I say this? I, there's no way for me to say this properly. You can't trust white women, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't trust them. You can't trust them. You, know you don't know. You don't know what they're capable of at this point. I'm sorry. Yeah, listen. So, two things. So, let me address the first thing first. Mm -hmm. So, Devereaux, like when he pulled the whole little shit where he was trying to torture the dude that she was, I mean, carrying, well, she had a sexual relationship with the motherfucker. Like he was supposed to have been, you know what I'm saying, like the snitch or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she's like having like a whole fucking like sexual relationship with him on the side and all this type of shit, holding, withholding information from fucking Anthony and all this type of shit. So anyway, that shit, that's why I say 9-11, remind me of 9-11 because so what he were doing in that bathroom on American soil, that shit is illegal. That's why Anthony was trying to stop this shit. Like you do this shit, like we fuck and all this type of shit because those type of tactics you can't do on quote unquote American soil. Now, we're talking about Guantanamo Bay is different. Right. I think a lot of people don't know that that was one of the agreements that we had with Cuba and fucking um, uh, Castro mm -hmm. was basically you give us like this this little corner. It's not an American territory. It's not Cuban. It's, it's just blank space. And like it, anything is fucking legal there. Oh, like yeah. that's why that's why and that's why I say, man, that's why I say America is so fucking shady because they know, like, what we're going to do, we're just going to say that this is just the unmarked territory. We own it. Mm -hmm. We own it. Mm -hmm. But we're going to say that it's just, you know what I'm saying, a territory that nobody, you and know you what I mean? Know, you know what's even sicker about that is that 
Cuba is a American territory in general. So I think it's Cuba and Puerto Rico. And Dominican Republic. Yeah, and the Dominican Republic. And they're all um, American territories. They're not yeah, states. Yeah, U.S. territories. Yeah, they're, they're not US states, US but they're territories. territories. Yeah. Yo, so like you could go smoke crack on Guantanamo Bay. If you are capable enough after you get after you smoke crack to get off of that little piece and get back in the Cuban territory, you can legally smoke crack. <laughs> like, no, like that's, you can how, go that's to, how crazy well, that shit is. You can go to Guantanamo Bay and fucking shoot somebody and fucking nothing will happen to you. That that's what I'm saying. Because you they can were legally taking... step on you can legally step on wherever the perimeter parameters are. You could smoke crack or shoot somebody or stab a motherfucker. If you can get back onto Cuban territory in enough time, you good. Yeah. And it's like they would take Muslims there and torture them. Yeah. To get answers. And they ended up torturing a lot of people who knew fucking nothing. Now, that's a whole other thing. Look, I get it. I, and, and I'm not saying... You know, I'm glad they found who they say was responsible for 9-11 and all that shit. I'm not caping for these people. Right. I'm just saying we did a lot of shady shit over there and it really amounted to no fucking information. But anyway. 9-11 was some hoaxy shit, bro. I mean, it, it, it look, there's a lot to go around that shit. It's, it's, it's and, a lot. And, and the that's, shit in that's, this movie was hoaxy too. It, it really was. But the good thing about this is that this was the movie. Right. But um, but at least sharing whatever, yeah. Like you live, like even the way she popped up, it was just like it was weird because yeah, you anytime like you know even though I'm not in any of these type of branches of government, like we all know, like if if some shit happened and the FBI is involved, we don't care if you DEA, CIA. Any of the alphabet boys, you always let them know, yo, we're coming. She just pops up looking at fucking shit. Well, they say that they supposed to. They say that they supposed to announce that they're coming. I know that we say like the Crips and the Bloods and the Latin Kings and GDs and folks is gay. <laughs> yo, the DEA, the FBI, the ATF, uh, uh, cyber intelligence, CIA. All of these motherfuckers is gangs, bro. What? Why is the CIA spying on the FBI? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Her and 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 then like her whole not wanting to tell like all the information and shit. And like I like and I like how he played her like when um where they introduced themselves. And like they kind of like had to start over because he was like, yo, like you full of shit, basically. And so then she introduced herself again. He was like, Well, I'm Colin Powell. You know what I mean? He was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you coming in here, you don't announce yourself, you give me you already start off on the wrong foot and you're trying mm -hmm. to fuck with me. So I'm gonna fuck with you back and tell you that I'm Colin Powell. Like, and then he's like, yo, like, you know, get out of here and all this type of shit. And so then he fucking and the one of the things that I did notice. He never really took any of her advice in the beginning. Like anything that she would say, like he was like, he would do the opposite. Like when they was in the car, spying on the one guy, and uh, where well, the guy that, you know, she ended up, we, fin we found out later why 
she didn't want him to fuck with him. She, she was, was like, you know, just let him go. Exactly. She was like, let's just follow him. Like, let's not take him in. He was like, get him. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't listen to anything that she was saying. So I thought that that was interesting. But for them to spy on her and to see, like, oh, shit, like, she's fucking dude. Like, her judgment is compromised. She's only giving us some of the information. She's not telling us everything. She's coming in here with two fucking different names and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we sitting here watching the dude after we release him. And the one guy, he's looking too fucking close to the dude take off running and shit. And then she scoops him up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because she's watching them. So it's it's a whole fucking conspiracy thing that's going on behind all of these bombings. Like they they you know they they uh, it was it was a fake one. Yeah. Where the you know it, they blew up paint, basically paint like a distraction. Yeah, and they was like, yo, that's a warning. Mm-hmm. So they did the warning joint. Then the second bus where they let the kids off. And then they act like they were going to let the old people off and they blew that bitch up. And it was just like watching it. And it's just like knowing that we never really got other than other than 9-11. Nobody's really like fuck with us like that. Like on American soil, at least. Other than, other than, I mean, you know, you had the shit with with the Japan and Pearl Pearl Harbor and all that type of shit. But other than those two things, nah, hold on, because now nah, you know what you're right. Japan, yeah, and, that's it. Japan and none. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, because all the other shit was American grown people, like the yeah. Oklahoma City bombing and all that type of shit. Yeah. That was our people. Yeah, Kent State, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're right. <clears throat> so I, I just, th- yeah, I just thought it was interesting. So this is the thing, though, right? So you got this, you got this like situation where like <laughs> they, the, America has basically been infiltrated. And in the infiltration, like you got like all of these threats. To me, I feel like because this country is so diverse and because, you know, we have this thing where. Let me take it back to 98. So the, okay. in 98, the country wasn't as diverse as it is now, right? Like we had a, of course, we had an influx of Mexican immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout time, we've always had an influx of Canadian immigrants as well, but they they can blend in a little bit better than the Mexican immigrants can. Um, you've had Dominican Republic. You've also had Cuban and every now and then you might get like Haitian and Jamaicans, right? Uh-huh. Um, a situation like this, do you think that today a situation like this can occur? And the reason I said, let me take this back to 98 before you answer this. The reason I said, let me take this back to 98 is because to me, I felt like 
watching this and realizing that in that this is 1998 that this is not something that's technically possible in 98 i would think that it would be more possible in 98 than today i'll explain why i say that right okay um where you live now in the in not not just your neighborhood but just in the vicinity the town and surrounding suburban areas or whatever how many okay. arabic people do you see in that time in that area well i mean you don't really see a lot in the south anyway i just don't okay. think they really migrate here a lot right like a lot of them if they are here they own like the corner store, the corner that, stores, I mean. and they yeah. work in like the hotels. Like that, it's a but that's what I'm saying, though. But you, but you see them more often than not, right? Because of those businesses. Yeah. Okay. In '98, if you can think back to that time, how many Arab people did you see then, or do you remember? I ain't gonna lie, but I don't remember because like '98, I was I was in the seventh grade, so like I probably didn't even really even you know what I mean look at people. Did any of them like go that. to your school or none of them? See, I'm even trying to think back to high school. Like I don't even really remember, you know, any of them really in high school like that. Really? Yeah, now that I think about it, not really. Okay, so let me let me break it down for you. So, in 1998, I was 10. I was turn either I was 10 or turning 10 within that time frame. But that was 10 because I was born in 88. So in 98, I was 10, right? Um, I remember a kid in my class named Wael Al Shalal. He was Iranian, and he was Muslim. Um, and this is before, of course, 9-11 and all that. But I remember YL um, because he was in Spanish class with me. And I thought that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. That an Iranian kid was taking Spanish in America. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else, if that trips anybody else out. But to me, that's fucking comedy because he already speaks another language. But him learning Spanish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In America, it's just fucking comedy to me. Um, but I remember Wild Ashalau. I do not remember anybody else that I can think of. I'm talking about corner stores, any of that shit in 1998. Now, in 2000 to 2001, I do remember a corner store that was ran by Arabic people. And I don't know if they were I don't know what country they were from, but I'm 100% sure they were Arabic. Okay. Those are the few Arabic people I've seen in that time. Okay. Nowadays, if I go to the corner store, the gas station, if I go to uh, a vape shop, if I, I, I see a lot of, I worked with a few of them. I've, you know what I'm saying? Been in the vicinity of a few of them. Um, so it's, it's not, uncommon i mean hell even when i go shopping at walmart or whatever i see a few of them so it's not uncommon today to see them the reason that i say that i don't think this is possible in 1998 because i don't think that 
their migration had happened yet. I want to say like their migration was between like 99 and 2001. But I think what you're not considering is with me being in quote unquote Greenville, South Carolina, you being in Dayton, Ohio, it ain't New York. They will migrate more to a place like New York than they would here. I think that's why this movie was based in New York because it made more sense because of how diverse New York is, period. Because but even but even then, because you got a great point, but even then, like even when you hear stuff like even when you hear New Yorkers talk about New York in the 90s you really don't hear about the Akis because that's what they would call them they would call them Akis you don't really hear about the Akis you hear about the poppies with the bodegas and all of that type shit right so Mm -hmm. to me it was more so like even even, let's go back to a movie like do the right thing you seen the uh, a small representation of Brooklyn right it was white Asian Black, Hispanic. You didn't really see an Arabic dude then. Or if you look at Juice, you really didn't see an Arabic dude. What? What about old man Quillis with that fucked up store and that bullshit gun? I I always thought old man Quillis was Russian. Because yeah, I, like know, his I, accent know, was... I know we had a lot of Russians here after the, the whole Cold War thing and all that other shit. So I always thought he was like Eastern European or some shit like that. I never thought of him as um, Arabic, which okay. I mean, he might have been. I don't know. Or Quillis I mean, that's, could that's be what Hispanic. I took him as. Could be, could be, because he, he had broken English. Like, I remember right. that. Right. But okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you even if like even when we showed or even when we go back and look at the old interpretations of New York, to me, I feel like this was more of a a thing that we seen this happen at, and that's why I say I kind of feel like in '98 this is something that possibly couldn't be, and I think that's why as a movie, um, this was as good as it was was because this was something that like we've never really encountered an influx of Arabic people during this time you know what i'm saying like i I don't know i just feel like in 1998 it was a you could probably count on your hand how many arabic people you knew and i'm only saying arabic because of the region i'm not saying arabic because that's they are just in case anybody wants to say whatever we're not arabic we are blah 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 i'm just speaking that's why i said let me go back to 98 i'm only saying arabic because you know of the region um so to me I, i i don't I don't know, cause I'm trying to think. When did when did the Oklahoma City bombing happen? That was that ninety six or ninety four. I I think it had to be ninety four because I think Waco was ninety three. Right, and then Columbine happened in what, like ninety six, ninety seven, if I'm not mistaken. Oh man, he done lost himself. He coming back. Okay. So um, let me check real quick. Um, so like to me, I think the the whole the whole terrorism thing um what okay, so Columbine happened in 99. 
So that's even a little bit later. So like to me, domestic terrorism was on a fucking rise compared to international terrorism, if that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, this is like a far-fetched scheme in 98. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hear I hear I hear what you're saying. <clears throat> like I just I didn't really think of it in the fact of like how many people that I, you know, actually saw and things like that. It was like more of this movie, it was just more of the fact of it, it really never told us how many people was involved. But no, of course, yeah. We just know that it was it was a threat and they were using the, the Arabic people to pretty much I mean, I don't want to say place blame on, but like they were targeting the Arabic people because of yeah. said situation. Um so Outside of this, you know, let's let's wrap it up because I want to get to I want to get to Devereaux. Um, because I think really he's the he's the antagonist of this movie, of course. It's kind of obvious. How how do you, how did you feel about his character? Um, I think I think he was OD. I think that I understand that he was getting orders from the president, but I think mm-hmm. that, I think that the I think the president was giving him a little bit of shit, and I think he just went overboard with this shit and was like, I'm doing what the fuck I gotta do to get in his good graces and all of that type shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that he was trying to prove a point to the president and was just like willing to do whatever it was to stop this shit so he could get some kind of fucking new gold stars and shit. Absolutely. I felt the same way because I was like, yo, there's no way the president is telling him to do the shit that he's doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the president was giving him orders like, hey, let's lock this down. Let's do this, this and that. He was on some shit like, sir, yes, sir. And then when he hung up the phone, he was like, fuck what he talking about. I'm about to turn this bitch up. We about to make this this shit happened, nigga. This shit, I'm about to end all this shit. I'm about to be the hero because I, I felt like that's what he wanted to be. Yes, I felt like he wanted to be the man in this situation. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Um, but shout out to Bruce Willis, man, because yo, it, it's not easy playing a, a, um, not necessarily a villain, but a, but a, a antagonist in a situation yeah. like this, especially with it being already, um perceived antagonist right because the the movie wants you to feel a way against you know what i'm saying like the arab people in this movie but at the same time like once we get into general Devereaux, you start to be like uh, i don't know man this motherfucker might be it um and then of course in the end they try to stop general Devereaux because this nigga has gone mad <laughs> gone mad <laughs> yeah he's gone mad, he, he's lost his shit um but yeah, I I don't know, man. I I just feel like personally, he I don't think he did such an amazing job to where like I kind of hated him. But it was more so just the fact like, oh, this is just a power hungry motherfucker who's just trying to get his rocks off because he got an opportunity to. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. um, let's go ahead and get into uh, the fire flames, bro. Let's do it. You're yoga fire yoga. Flame. All right, man. So, what you giving this? Um, cast was good. Um, the movie was. I mean, look, it was cool for his first watch. Um, I would have to kind of watch it again to give it more of its justice. But 
from a one watch, um, you know, it was an average movie. I mean, I give it a three. You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't one of my favorite Denzel movies. I put, right. I, I say that. You know what I'm saying? So it was an average movie. I give it a three. <sighs> I'm going a step below you, half a step below you. I'm going two point okay. five. Um, don't get me wrong, the cast is great, but I just felt like seeing Bruce Willis in the antagonist role didn't feel right. Um, <laughs> especially in the 90s, knowing that it was the 90s and what Bruce Willis was and who Bruce Willis was, it it I don't know, man. It just didn't feel right. It it felt like they were forcing this one, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, you know what I'm saying? Denzel is the is the is the hot guy around the time, you know what I'm saying? This is a young Denzel, too, so everybody's in love with him. And then you got Annette Benning who is kind of on the rise, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh this is a year before American Beauty and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's just they I feel like they could have found somebody else to play that role besides Bruce Willis. And that's to me, that takes a lot out of it because of the fact that they didn't have a, a good antagonist. OK, I hear you. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and get into uh, coming soon. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. So the next episode, I'm not going to lie to you. This one, um, I might end up doing a lot of fucking talking on this. You will. <laughs> For sure. Um, the next episode we're doing, man, is Bamboozle. It's a Spike Lee joint. Um, it has a pretty dope cast. Um, and then the, the story around it is amazing. Um, it's a comedy. It's a drama. It's pretty much everything that you want in a film especially a spike lee film um and this is one of my favorite spike lee joints of all time i can't wait to do this one what about you bro never seen it so oh man okay okay so this yeah. is really gonna be fun then yeah this is really gonna yes. be fun we we might have to do with i'm not gonna lie depending on how you feel this this could possibly be a two-parter okay yeah could possibly right. be a two-parter excuse me so um yeah man y'all make sure y'all tune in and get ready for that episode um if you you already know if you didn't watch it watch it if you have watched it watch it again um or you could wait for uh, our review and then you know hit us up and let us know how you feel about it um if you enjoyed this episode if you didn't enjoy this episode if you liked the siege or didn't like the siege or you know what I'm saying? If you a lady out there that was drooling over a young Denzel Washington, hit us up and let us know on socials, man. Um, Instagram and Twitter at View Anon Pod, Facebook VA Pod Watch Group on Twitter. You can hit us up and let us know what you think uh, in our community. Make sure you join it. Um, at uh, I'm sorry, at not, it's just the viewers anonymous. Um, and then if you haven't already. Make sure you subscribe so you can enjoy our paid episodes. We just did a behind the scenes. Um, and i'm not gonna lie man that behind the scenes was fire uh check it out let us know what you think and uh you know let us know you're subscribed so we can shout you out um and if you'd like to follow me you can follow me on twitter at schools bronson i got a link to in my bio you can follow me everywhere else there and y'all can find me at s.foster8 on instagram um at 28 minutes or less on on the gram as well Follow the podcast 28 Minutes or Less 
And last episode is 135, Fast X. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And that's all I got. Cool, man. Um, if you listen, thank you guys very much for listening, for tuning in, for watching. Thank you for your support. It's always greatly appreciated. Without you, there could be no us. And until the next episode, man, um, just know that Jonathan Major staged that high school fight just to break it up, just to get back in you guys' good grace. And like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. I almost messed that up. We good, though.